Hi there, welcome to the Rust-Based Weight Loss Podcast series. In this episode, I want to give you some tips on how to lose those last 10 pounds, the dreaded last 10 pounds. We're going to talk about that today, but in case this is your first time listening, welcome. My name is Lene Urban. I am a certified nutrition consultant. I'm a stress management coach. I'm a lifestyle coach. And Rest-Based Weight Loss, this series aims to give you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. Four years ago, I found a weight loss strategy that helped me lose 33 pounds and 12% of my body fat. And that was after an eight-year battle of yo-yo, re- uh, yo-yo weight regain, never being able to stick to anything consistently. And being able to achieve the results I did four years ago, but also maintain those results since then, now going on five years, I was obsessed to figure out why. I, I couldn't understand what it was specifically about this weight loss strategy that allowed me to uh, achieve the results that I had been trying for eight years prior to achieve. And I did it all within about five to six months. So that obsession to understand why led me down a rabbit hole of research that allowed me to develop an understanding about weight loss from a completely different perspective than what is out there in the popular mainstream weight loss world right now. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the most interesting things I learned as I was starting my research is that all of the popular weight loss mainstream strategies out there in the world right now are actually based on 20 to 30 year old research. That is number one, uh, that research, the results of that research were miscommunicated to apply to the whole entire world when really the when really those results only applied to a very specific group of people. And so what we have now, you know, 30 years later, is we have all of these weight loss strategies that serve some people well, but for others completely fail them. And when I learned that weight loss is a very, very individual, it's a very individual approach and requires a customized and unique strategy. I said, okay, I have to just get out there. I have to get that. I have to get out there in the weight loss space. I have to get my voice out there, and I have to share what it is that I've learned. I have to share how people who are struggling and have been struggling and continue to struggle with finding the thing that will finally work for them. I have to share about how specifically you can go about doing that in. Uh, and that's what this this podcast series aims to do. That's what I aim to do as a weight loss coach. So if you have a question, if you have a comment, if you have a, a weight loss story, struggle or triumph that you want to share with me, I would love to hear it. Please, please do so at operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer. I'll link the page to the description of this episode. Okay. So I want to, I'm sharing these tips, how to lose those last 10 dreaded pounds. I'm sharing them based primarily on my experience and my education, my research on what it takes to lose sustainable weight in the first place. 
so about, I would say, a little over halfway through my weight loss journey, I got down to the weight where I only had those last 10 pounds to lose. And I actually hit a plateau and I was stuck at a plateau for probably a few weeks once I got down to the lowest weight that I had ever been able to get down to. And that weight was about 130. And uh, I'm 5'2", by the way, so the exact number is not really important because the context of the number applies very differently to different body shapes and body types. But just so you have a visual, I got down to 130 pounds and I had only been able to do that maybe once, maybe twice for like two seconds prior during my eight year struggle. Um, so I got down to 130 and this had, this had been after consistently losing two pounds of fat per week for like seven weeks straight. I got down to 130 and I was like, holy mackerel, like I'm going to wither down to nothing if, if I keep going like this. But, uh, a week went by, two weeks went by, three weeks went by and my weight stalled at 130. And I was like, okay, so obviously like, I'm never going to get below this weight. This is just how it's going to be. And I was fine with that. I was happy with the way that I looked. I was strong. I was toned, you know, I was fine. Um, and then after I finished my, the, the weight loss, the workout program that I was doing and the workout challenge, the, ex, the weight loss challenge I was doing, you know, everything, I finished all that. I decided to take a break and not take a break like, let's, let's let loose now. Woohoo, lost all this weight. Let's go party. No, I mean, take a break from just from exercising. Uh, take, ju- just take some time to, uh, you know, take a week or two before jumping back into my next like exercise or my next workout thing, jumping into my next, you know, non-scale victory. I wanted to start setting some new goals and start working toward those. So I decided to take a week off. And during that week, I just did, I just, I did a lot of walking on my lunch breaks. I would spend my entire lunch break at work, just walking outside During my 15 minute breaks, I would just spend that time just walking around the office. I continued eating the exact same way I was eating. And that was because I had my lifestyle shifted during that time. It was not, uh, and I'm going to tell you right now, it wasn't the weight loss strategy that I followed that led to the transformation and that led to me being able to sustain my transformation. It was the fact that during the course of that weight loss strategy, little by little, I was shifting my lifestyle. I didn't learn that until later, but that's, that's what happened. So, you know, I was, I was now kind of newly addicted. My palate had changed. Uh, my taste for the things that I used to eat had completely changed. The things that I used to, uh, binge on prior to this, it disgusted me now my entire mindset about food and about movement and exercise, all of those things were drastically different. So that break week for me wasn't a reward cheat week. It was a, okay, let's like rest the body and get ready for the next thing. Well, I went to the doctor for a checkup a week after I had been stalled at my weight for 130 and I stepped on the scale and I had lost two pounds. I was down to 128 no exercising that week at all, just walking. I was like, I asked the nurse, I was like, I'm sorry, how much do I weigh? I couldn't believe it. I was in the 120s for the first time in like 10 years. 
and uh, <laughs> and so I started the I started another round of my weight loss program, my exercise program, and I proceeded to lose an additional eight pounds in the course of of the nine weeks of doing that program. I lost an additional. I got down to I lost those last ten pounds. I couldn't believe it. I, I got down to one twenty. And then after the weight loss program, I continued eating the way that I was eating. I started weightlifting a little bit, still only three times a week, still only 15 minutes a time, just lifting heavy weights. And I, and, and then I lost another five pounds. I, I was, I was blown away. I was down to the weight that I, you know, that I was in high school after having three kids. Like I, I was astonished. So I can speak to you from the place of like being in that place of my weight is fine right here uh in a perfect world you know based on my height and 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 those things uh, it would be great to get down to this number and typically what women find is that number if they can as they lose weight and as they keep inching closer and closer to their goal a lot of women end up stalling about 10, about 10, eight to 10 pounds away from their goal. Some women get just to five pounds. They're only five pounds away from their goal weight and they can't, and like their weight stalls and it won't budge. Well, I want to tell you something. Uh, 50 years ago, the weight that you're at where you're like, I just, I just need to lose another 10 pounds. If I can just lose another 10 pounds, I'll be fine. Well, the current weight that you're at is your body and your metabolism is like, this is actually good for us. We're, we're fine right here. 50 years ago, your weight would have been perfect. But because of how our views on, on body, on uh, body image have changed over the last 50 years, because uh, of how our cultural acceptance and views of what a, uh, a, a thin, healthy, good-looking body lo- looks like, because of how that shifted over the past 50 years, that's why you want to lose those last 10 pounds. So to your metabolism, your metabolism is like, we actually need th- this reserve. We need these extra 10 like we need these for a rainy day just in case something horrible happens and you don't get any access to calories or food or energy. These last 10 pounds is what's going to keep you alive at least long enough to get you, you know, to get you some food. So by saying that we want to lose those last 10 pounds, we are to our metabolism, we are threatening the future of our existence just in case there's a tragedy. Okay? So this is why those last 10 pounds, another word or another term for that is vanity weight, vanity pounds, because it's just for the sake of, of us trying to fit in to what the norms are, like what the cultural, sta- cultural standard is. Otherwise, 50 years ago, the weight that you're at right now, you would be completely happy and completely satisfied. So one of the things that I always ask, because every once in a while, not, not often, but I've worked with a handful of women who have been at a weight 
and they were like, you know what, I just, I just have about 10 more pounds to lose. I have somewhere between like five and 10 pounds to lose and then I'll be, you know, I'll be happy. My very first question to them is always, okay, um, is there any part of your body composition that you want to change right now? And 99% of the, 99 and a half percent of the time, the answer is yes. And then I ask them what part of that body, what part of the body, you know, that is more often than not, it's the stuff, it's the belly. It's like the pooch area, right? It's the abdominal area. It's the, it's the belly. And so then my question is, so if you had a smaller belly and you had a flat stomach, you got rid of the pooch, but your weight stayed right where it is right here, would you be happy? 99.7% of the time, the response is yes. So right then and there, we establish one thing. We establish the fact that these women have made a connection between these last quote unquote 10 pounds and a part of their body that they subconsciously or consciously believe will change once those last 10 pounds go. So that for you that's listening I want to ask you the same question. Do you actually want to be 10 pounds lighter than you are right now? Or is there a very specific part of your body that you would like to change? And if you can change that body, but remain the same weight, you you would be perfectly happy and satisfied. Would you be perfectly content with the number on the scale? If that section of your body could completely transform. If the answer is yes, then I want to let you know that trying to pursue those last 10 pounds in pursuit of that body change is a bad idea. Because number one, that part of your body is not going to change once you lose those last 10 pounds. Number two, what will more than likely happen is that you will completely threaten the entire balance of your current metabolism. And to push your metabolism, especially through diet and exercise, to force the last reserves off of your body, your metabolism will respond by going in the opposite direction and actually making you gain weight. Okay? So body change, changing a very specific part of your body composition is a completely different world, a different universe than losing those last 10 pounds. So that's the very first thing that you have to decide and distinguish. And I bet after asking that question, uh, maybe 80% of you (laughs) that fit this criteria and that are listening right now probably just had a light bulb moment go off, an aha moment go off for you, okay? Now, for those of you that are like, actually, Lene, no, (laughs) I would not. I'm fine with the way that my body looks right now. I'm really happy with my body composition. There's very little that I want to change. I just need to, or I want to be 10 pounds lighter. Then for you, here's the strategy. This is what you have to do. The name of the game to losing those last 10 pounds, to to, uh, coaxing your metabolism into giving up its reserves, the name of the game is rest. R-E-S-T. Rest. Why? Because the second 
you try to diet and exercise those last 10 pounds away, you will be communicating to your metabolism that uh, the, tra- the, the tragedy has arrived. Like the trouble is here, Armageddon is here, uh, there is trouble there is trouble arising that is trying to uh, to to get rid of, to use up those last 10 pounds. And so your metabolism will respond by completely shutting down. Okay? So in order for, in order to prevent your metabolism from completely shutting down, what you have to do is you have to communicate instead the opposite. You have to communicate to your metabolism that all is well. How do you communicate that? Through rest. And by rest, I mean a few different things. Number one, good quality sleep at night. If you're not sleeping well at night, then you can just forget it. (laughs) Like if you're not sleeping well, just forget it. Because everything that you do to try to lose that weight, if your body is not getting the proper rest and recovery at night, if your body and your brain aren't shutting down completely and and rejuvenating and regenerating itself at night, then your metabolism will not comply. Okay, so if you are in, if you find your, if you're in a circumstance or an environment or if there's anything going on in your life right now where you can't get good sleep right now, then I would encourage you to hold off on the pursuit of these last 10 pounds, getting rid of these last 10 pounds until you can get yourself in a place where you can sleep well at night. I'm just warning you. You don't have to listen, but I'm telling you, if you're not getting good sleep at night and you try to lose those last 10 pounds then there's trouble ahead. And the trouble may not come like right away. It may come two to five years down the line, but when it comes, it's gonna be bad, okay? So number one, you gotta sleep. You have to be able to sleep well at night. Number two, for me, during the latter part of my weight loss journey, the only reason, now, what's really interesting is that everything that allowed me to lose like those first, you know, 14 to 18 pounds when I first started my journey, once I got, you know, uh, seven weeks, altogether it was about 11 weeks. Once I got 11 weeks into my journey, my weight loss plateaued because by that point, my metabolism had completely adapted to the new lifestyle that I was living and, and stopped releasing weight. Okay, so even though I was continuing to do everything that I was doing before, I was still eating the same. I was still exercising the same. I was still sleeping the same. I was still doing everything the same. My body had adapted. My metabolism had adapted. It stopped releasing weight. So what was the difference then in the latter latter part of my journey that allowed me to lose those last 10 to 15 pounds? I shifted my my focus from, you know, the exercises and the food and and staying on top of those things, I shifted from that to 100% pure and utter stress management. I surrounded, I created an environment at work and at home, I created an environment of peace. So at work, in in the last part of my journey, 
I spent 30 to 45 minutes of every lunch break every single day walking, walking outside, not power walking, not huffing and puffing with weights on my ankles, just walking slow, breathing, taking in the environment that I was in, processing my thoughts, allowing my mind to wander, uh, being really in tune and mindful about my surroundings, watching the birds, listening to the birds, listening to the sound of the water that I was walking near, listening to the sound of the trees and those things, like being really, really present in the moment. I spent 30 to 45 minutes of my lunch break every day walking and doing that. I also had two 15-minute breaks during my workday. I spent those 15-minute breaks walking as well. And then multiple times a week, uh, usually in the evening time before bed, I would journal. On the weekends, I would journal, I would read, I created an environment of relaxation. So step two, tip two for you, for you guys that want to lose those last 10 pounds, number one, you sleep well. Number two, you have to include an hour minimum a day of rest and relaxation. So whether that's journaling, taking a walk, weather permitting, a nice slow walk. If you can't walk outside, walking on a treadmill. This is what I started doing in the winter time. Uh, I would walk on a treadmill and I would, in my headphones, I'd put headphones on and I would put the sounds of the rainforest in my headphones and I would walk on the treadmill. So walking, journaling. We have adult coloring books now. That is super relaxing. Restorative yoga, breathing exercises, an hour a day minimum. Okay, that's tip number two. Tip number three, your diet. So whatever diet that you ate that got you down to like this, this place where you only have the last 10 pounds to lose, that diet is not going to, uh, that's not going to, that's not what's, that's not going to be the ticket to lose those last 10 pounds. As a matter of fact, your diet is not gonna have any bearing at all on those last 10 pounds. What you are gonna have to do is you're gonna have to shift your diet to one of balance, like total and complete balance, where you're not eating too much and you're not eating too little. And that's just gonna look different for everyone. That's gonna be a fine line so it, that's not going to be like this completely depriving yourself some days and then just losing control and binging other days. A lot of women, this is really interesting that a lot of women that I work with that are stalled right now where they only have about 10 pounds to lose, a lot of them are struggling. They're struggling with these really inconsistent days of being 100% on top of everything one day and the next day completely falling off the rails, like binging on chips and cookies the whole day, like drinking a bottle of wine to them, you know, and they keep like bouncing back and forth where they might have like two or three days of really good days and then one or two, or two days of just like carbo loading. 
So I want to tell you right now that that inconsistency, like that bouncing back and forth between like eating super clean and very regimented and then just falling completely off the wagon a couple days out of the week or a few times out of the month, that is, that's specifically going to keep your rate, your weight right where it is right now. In order for you to lose those last 10 pounds, you have to, uh, you have to move forward toward a, a completely balanced nutrition, a completely balanced diet where every single day at every single meal, you're giving your body exactly what it needs. No more, no less. And then this, that's the part that's so difficult. That's why it's so difficult for women to lose those last 10 pounds because giving your body anything more than it needs or not giving it enough is it stresses the metabolism and thus the metabolism won't release any weight. Okay, so that's tip number four. And then the final tip is wait. You have to have patience. You have to wait. It took me, it took me like 12, 13 weeks or so, 14 weeks maybe, to lose those last 10 pounds, those last 10 to 15 pounds. Okay? And it just came off kind of little by little. A pound here, a pound there, a few pounds here, a couple pounds there, a, a, a weight loss plateau here, and then, you know, a pound there. It was very, it was, it was, it was, it took time. And that's because when you work with your metabolism to release weight gently, you have to go by your metabolism's timetable of when your metabolism feels comfortable enough to release another pound and then another pound and then another pound. So anytime that you try to interfere with your metabolism's timetable by exercising more or restricting your calories more, then your metabolism will respond by going in the opposite direction, by just holding on to the weight instead. So you have to develop a level of patience and gentleness with following your metabolism's timetable. And as long as you remain consistent in following these tips, the first tips that I gave you, then at some point, whether it takes three months, six months, it could take a whole year but at some point, your metabolism will graciously release those last 10 pounds, and then you'll be at your goal weight, and hopefully you'll be happy, okay? I hope this was helpful. I really do. Um, if you have you know, something that you want to share with me, a, a question, if you need clarification, if you have a comment, especially about this episode, uh, if you have a, a, a weight loss story, a last 10 pounds, you know, story that you want to share with me, I would love to hear it. You can submit it to operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer. The link is in the description of this episode. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. This has been another episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss podcast series. Once again, I'm your host, Lene Urban, and I can't wait to talk to you next time.